Hello, hello, and welcome to Holy Half Hour. It is great to have you with us. My name is Kieran. I'm here with my co-host, the fantastic Michael. Hello, Michael. Hello, Kieran. How are you yourself? Um, well, myself. Are you, how are you? I'm very good, thanks. Kieran, did you know that how are you yourself is a very Scottish thing to say, and it's directly translated from the Scots Gaelic? Is it? Yeah, Camarahasha Fane means... How are you? How are yourself? you yourself? Um, okay, well that's nice. So, yeah, it's very cute. Or is this, as as some people say, where we come from? Your seal. <laughs> You'll instead have of your yourself. Tea. You can also say you should be a camera ha'u if you want to do it a wee bit more informal, Kieran. So there you go. Okay, nice, nice. Ah. You should be ashamed of your seals. I just like saying your seals because it sounds like seals, like the animal seals. They do, yeah, yeah, or exactly. the singer seal. Yeah. I think there's no, no more that needs to be said. Let's get into the show. <laughs> okay, Kieran, I've got a great fun game for you planned today. However, I need to remind you that we have an extremely expensive and high-tech sound effect system. When you hear, when you give a correct answer, you will hear this noise. And if you hear, and if you hear, and if you hear this noise, that will indicate an incorrect answer, Kieran. So, today's quiz is inspired by a project that I've been working on for a while now. Uh, we have been working really hard at putting an outdoor permanent gym in a community space just outside our church. We're going to run classes for the community, teach them how to love their bodies feel better and also be able to invite them into some of the awesome stuff our church is doing uh so we're really excited it has uh cool. it's coming to a conclusion now it's be almost finished and we're going to start running classes very soon but because of that exciting thing i've been thinking a lot about how human bodies and christianity join together so mm. i have made a, a game in honor of that thought and it's similar to one of the classic games of uh, holy half hour legend which is uh i don't know if you remember this one kieran church architecture or partial denture hmm? remember that rings one? a bell yes who could forget michael part of the holy half hour classics collection available now this set of seven dvds <laughs> the holy half hour classics collection <laughs> you will hear such classics as praise your cards right Epic voiceover guy and church architecture or partial denture. <laughs> Act now and you'll get this lovely walking cane. <laughs> Twelve easy payments of fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> hey, this is great. We're gonna make a lot of money. <laughs> Absolutely. Um well this game is cathedral architecture or human body i could i'm gonna come clean kieran i <laughs> couldn't think of a rhyme for this one uh yeah, yeah. so basically is it part of a cathedral or is it part of your body that's that's all right you know sometimes the, the pastor at our church can't get all of the points in his sermon to alliterate you know <laughs> but there's still there's still good sermons the, the rare weeks where he doesn't manage to do that i mean so, you know don't feel don't feel too bad 
Yeah, I mean, is it really even from God if it doesn't all start with the same letter? I mean, if all three points don't start with the same letter, is it spirit breathed? I can't say. Well, that's, that's a good question. You know, it's a question that needs to be asked. Uh, okay, Kieran, are you ready for number one? Ready. Okay, number one is clerestory. 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 It's fun to say that, actually. Try Cl- it at home. Clerestory? Clerestory. <laughs> <laughs> that really sounds like a room in a church to me. Mm. It's, the, it's the restory bit that mm. makes me think. Mm. Big old church building. They're full of restories. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, there are a lot of restories around these church pieces. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go with that. I'm going to say church architecture. Okay, well, remember that these are parts of a cathedral, although maybe potentially some ah, some churches will have okay. have them too. Right, but right, cathedral. You are correct. It is clerestory. Nice. It is a cathedral. Okay, well done, Kieran. Are you ready for number two of cathedral part or body part? I am ready. Canthus. Canthus. C-A-N-T-H-U-S. Canthus. Could you use it in a sentence? No, I realize that would give it away. You don't I could. <laughs> I'm getting, here's me using it in a sentence. Okay. Do you think the word canthus is a part of a cathedral or a part of your body? <laughs> and then what does the next person say? <laughs> That's up to you. Uh <laughs> Canthus. Do you know, I want to say that it is. I'm clapping to give emphasis to my words because I don't know what I want to and say. And to ruin the fidelity of the recording <laughs> of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to clap quite gently. Uh, body part? No. No, 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 no. I think it's another cathedral thing. Is that your final I'm answer? I'm going with that. Okay. I'm going with that. Here we go. I heard that... Um, oh! Should have gone with my first answer. Oh, well, you should have. It is, in fact, a body part. Now, I, the canthus are the corners on either side of your eye, right where the upper and lower lids come together. That is very interesting. I'm sure I listened to a podcast or something fairly recently about probability. And it mm. said that if you like are guessing the toss of a coin, you're, you'll get more answers right if you change your mind after you decide on an answer. Yeah, I think... Apparently. I have no idea if there's truth to this, but this is what this, uh, this show or whatever it was uh, was, was saying. What that is, sorry, Kieran, because I'm a massive nerd and I know all the things, is um, it's yeah, yeah. the Monty Please Hall par- paradox. Um, is it? There's this mm-hmm. old-timey quiz show where you had three boxes and you could right. choose one uh, and only one had a prize in. You got to choose one and then he would ask you if you wanted to change your mind or not change your mind. And ah. basically, the initial choice, you have a 33.3% chance of getting the right the right box. Yeah. Then he would reveal one of the other boxes which didn't have the prize in it. And then he would say, do you want to change your mind? Do you want to stick with the box you've got or do you want to take the other one? 
because you've now got a 50% chance of it being a prize. But most people mm. didn't change their mind because they wanted to stick with the original thing. Um, right. But yeah, it's pretty interesting. The math's in it. I couldn't, I couldn't break it down properly because I'm not, I don't remember that well, but the Monty Hall right, paradox. Right. The Monty, the Monty Hall, Hall paradox. Problem, um, right. Is interesting. Okay. So yeah, okay. that's what you're thinking of there, Kieran. Well, uh, I will now apply that to the rest of this quiz <laughs> and we'll see what happens. So there's only two options. <laughs> <laughs> oh right okay never mind i'm not very good at maths number three is oh and i didn't tell you what number one was the clerestory is actually a high section of wall that has windows above eye level so you know in a cathedral where the walls are super tall and there's windows yeah, that, yeah. the super tall walls that's the clerestory so ah, okay number three is absidial absidial mm-hmm. absidial o-l-e A-P-S-I-D-I-O-L-E. O-L-E. Well, if it's O-L-E, it's in the body, as my my mum used to say. My my old dad used to say. (laughs) As my mum used to Uh, sing me to sleep each night. (laughs) If it's O-L-E, it's in the body. body. (laughs) So that's my answer. I'm utterly convinced that that's the correct answer in this case, based on that little rhyme. I love that rhyme. I'm going to sing that to my children one day. Um, is that your final answer? It just, yeah, for some reason, the OLE makes me think it's something biological. Mm. I, I, I don't know. That's all I've got. Well, let's find out. <laughs> oh, Kieran, unlucky. Did I say that? What I meant to say was. <laughs> the OLE insinuates body, but the APS at the star apps insinuates mm-hmm. church i'm afraid and absidial ah, well. is a small or secondary apse so there you I'm go i'm forever forgetting about the first half of words <laughs> Who this is my problem yeah all right it's all to play for number four christe christe mm-hmm. christe c-r-i-s-t-a-e <laughs> ah michael you're so tricksy <laughs> This is totally this is totally meant to sound like a church thing. Oh, is it? Which means that it probably is, but maybe isn't. <laughs> so <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. This sounds always like works. something. So it's probably either option one or option two. I see what you've we done. Know, we know one thing for certain, Michael. Mm. It's option one or option two. <laughs> Absolutely. All I know is my gut says maybe. <laughs> To quote Futurama. Ah, good old Futurama. All right. Yeah. I'm going to have to push you for an answer, young man. Chris Day. Well, part of I'm, I'm going wa- to walk into the trap and say it's part of a cathedral. Okay, let's find out. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Even though I was wrong. I knew it. <laughs> Even though I was wrong, I'm still deciding to feel right about it. <laughs> Uh, Christe, as in the plural of Christa, are the partial Mm. partitions in a mitochondrion formed by the infolding of the inner membrane. So there you go. Cool. Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, Kieran. It's where all of your energy is created. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've been studying a lot about mitochondria this week as I am upskilling at the moment, doing some study to become more certified for exercise-y type things. So, yeah. Oh, nice. 
That's cool, man. That's cool. It's going, it's going well, but now I know a lot about ATP and mitochondria. Anyway, enough about ATP here, and I'm sad to inform you that for the first time in season two, this game is unwinnable. I, unwinnable. I got absolutely, I was absolutely humiliated in this game. <laughs> absolutely thrashed. But it's not too late quiz to, 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 to regain some honor, Kieran, <laughs> as we look at Tim Panum. Tim Panum. Tim Panum. T-Y-M-P-A-N-U-M. Tim Panum well, or if Tim that's, Panum? If that's not in the ear, then there's something very wrong. Uh, as my mum used to say. <laughs> Uh, that was the second no, verse of the song. That. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> first two of the family nursery rhyme. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm totally going with body uh, right. because it sounds like something in the ear. Well, Kieran, sound effects says. <laughs> oh, but also, kind of. I knew it. Kind of. I knew a, it again. A, a semi ding. A, a smaller <laughs> ding. This okay. one was this okay. one is kind of reserved to to make you feel better, but also, so a tympanum or tympanum is the semicircular or triangular decorative wall surface over an entrance door or window, which is bounded by a mm. lintel or an arch. It often contains sculpture or other imagery or ornaments. However, mm. you do regain honor because it is in an ear cavity and sometimes is referred, the eardrum is sometimes referred to as a tympanum, but almost never in humans, only in some animals, particularly in uh, like frogs and insects. They have tympanums. And you could uh, push call our eardrum a tympanum, but they don't tend to. So you're exactly in the right place physically, but not so Mm. often in humans. But I'm still going to give you a half point for that because you Mm. you spotted the link, which is good. I appreciate that. That gives me something to cling to. (laughs) (laughs) Cling to that tympanum. Yes. Well done, Kieran. That was a tricky one, uh, but it was good fun, so thank you. Who unlikely worship songs? Unlikely. Michael, it's time once again for unlikely worship songs. Oh, I'm so excited. And... Well, me too. I'm very excited for you to hear this one because this week, this song, it's not a worship song, so <sighs> it definitely fits in the unlikely worship songs category. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it is sort of a kind of an instructional. I thought, you know, it's sort of a children's song. I thought children ask a lot of questions, right? Mm-hmm. And so, what's a way to deal with some of the more difficult questions that children might ask you. And, you know, perhaps if you're listening to this and you're a parent and you're raising children and, you know, uh, uh, doing your best to raise them with uh, knowledge of the Lord, Mm. uh, then no doubt, I would imagine, uh, all kinds of uh, questions come up in the minds of brilliant young people who want to learn more about God. So this uh, this song is sort of a sort of like a tool for parents, Michael, mm. to be able to navigate some of those trickier uh, questions that come up. Um, so it's a lullaby. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, so it's for it's for bedtime. So I'll say no more about it. I'll let you have a listen, and then All we right. can we can talk about it after. I'm excited to hear it. Here we go. 
Now it's time to go to bed. Time to rest your weary head. Daddy, can I ask you a question first? Of course you can. <laughs> Do you want to know about the color of the sky? Or why it's cold at winter time? You can ask me anything you like, my dear child. <laughs> If God knows everything I'll ever do, how can I be said to choose? Doesn't predestination <laughs> conflict with free will? Uh, well, son, I must say I'm not really sure how to answer that one. How does penal substitutionary <laughs> atonement work? If we're saved by grace, what's the need for works? How can heaven come to earth? Uh, well, I'm, I'm afraid those things are very complicated, my boy. It's not a very simple thing to talk are about. Are the gifts of the Spirit still active today? Or did they end when the apostles went away? Daddy! Daddy, where are you going? Ask your mother, Daddy? Okay, son. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Bravo, bravo. So the answer is, ask your mother. <laughs> if, if anybody's wondering about parenting tips. That's a tough... That I mean, I can imagine a world in which if either of us have children, they're the mm. kind of children that will ask those questions. So, Yeah, I, cer I certainly think your kids will. <laughs> <laughs> What are you trying to say? Hopefully mine too. <laughs> I'm going to try to say that they'll be very clever because oh, okay. you and your wife are very clever people. Oh, thank you very much. Yes. Well, Kieran, again, incredibly strong work. Very funny. I mean, <laughs> if you could, if you could, uh, if you could answer some of those questions for me, Kieran, then I'd mm. appreciate that. Um, that'd be mm. great. Well, I'll I'll work on some answers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's it's very I would say Michael it's very it's very moving getting to uh, produce a recording like that and work with a father and son <laughs> uh, who you know I didn't know very well when the process started mm -hmm. I put a casting call as I tend to for these things yeah and they clearly came um, all the way from England uh, as well mm, yes they certainly did well spoken English interesting that yeah the boy is quite a lot more uh, cockney than his dad i'm not really sure what's what's going on there the dad was very posh yeah well it uh, happens you know yeah yeah mm, mm. but yeah there it is uh, i i've certainly don't know what else to say uh <laughs> <laughs> that much is clear the top 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 three 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 okay eric here in today's quick top three is Types of clothing. I'm going cool. to give you three types of clothing which are mentioned in the Bible. You have to rank them from least mentioned to most mentioned. And if you win, again, you'll hear the glorious chimes of the bell. And if you lose, you will be sad and kazooed. So, <laughs> sad and kazooed. Is one of them the ephod? 
Is it a Lin and Ephod? Oh man, I was so you have no idea how close I was to putting <laughs> Ephod into this quiz. But it's just a word you never get to say ordinarily in the twenty first century. Totally. But Ephod you know, was Ephod. only one away from one of the things in this quiz. So I thought that was mm. too harsh to like choose two that were so similar. So <laughs> Right, okay. So here's your options. Shirt, cloak, trousers. Oh, nice and simple. The That's everything it. a man needs. <laughs> Absolutely. You got your shirt, uh, your cloak, and your trousers. <laughs> okay. Uh, so remember, let us into that big old brain of yours. Tell us what you're thinking. Yes. Yes. Um, shirt, cloak, and trousers. I can think of pretty much no mentions of trousers mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the Bible. I can't think of anywhere where they're mentioned. So provisionally, I'm going to say that comes in least. Mm-hmm. Uh and then oh, there's quite a lot of cloaks. There's a lot of cloak action mm. in the Bible. It's a very cloaky give, book. Yeah, give your cloak. There are a lot of the a lot of the patriarchs. I imagine them all wearing cloaks, whether or not mm. it's actually mentioned in the text. Joseph had a famous incident with his <laughs> yes. cloak. Mm, mm. Yeah. So and but then uh, a shirt, shirt is so but, utilitarian, you know. I mean, who it doesn't is, have a shirt? Uh, well, exactly, exactly. But because everyone has one, how much do they get talked about? True, you know, true. this is the thing. It's just they... Everyone just so, assumes shirt, you know. Yeah, well, totally. There's a lot totally. of implied shirt action in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so you're thinking, so what are you thinking? A... Trousers lowest? Yes, I'm thinking trousers, shirt, cloak. That's where I, I actually, we're going up the body. We're mm. going uh, from the bottom and working up. Started from the bottom, uh, now we're here. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I, I think we that's see, what I'm going to go. You can lock it in? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, let's see. Here we go. Whee! Hey, finally. Another victory. Finally. Well, an, an actual real victory for once. Because <laughs> last week, last week, listeners, Michael gave me a great deal of help. I, I helped I you a little bit I basically had it week. completely wrong. And <laughs> by looking at Michael's... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Sad facial expressions <laughs> on the Zoom chat. We managed to reorder the list entirely. Other it was video great... chat platforms are available. Yeah, um... it was a great, <laughs> it was a great charades moment. No, no. Uh... What happened last week? Just to, just to, you know, so that the, for the <laughs> listeners know what happens here is legit. Is you started off on a good path, and then you got twisted up, and I just I felt bad that you started so close to getting it right, and then ended up getting mm. it so wrong. So I helped you a little bit with my mm. face. That's all, mm. but. You did very good. So, do you want do you want the breakdown? Uh, yeah, please. Cloak, the most numerously mentioned, forty five times. Sure, mm-hmm. a surprisingly low five times I could find. Wow, which leaves trousers. One mention of trousers in the Bible. One. Yeah. I was going to say, are there even are there even trousers in the Bible, Michael? Come on, now, or did Kieran. they all wear something else? For all of the marbles. <laughs> Where is trousers mentioned in the Bible? I want to hear it. Come on. What's where your guess? Is trou- uh, where is trousers mentioned in if the Bible? If you get this, it's game over. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm never, I'm well. never setting you another quiz again because you, you will have become the singularity. You will have obtained all knowledge. So. <laughs> the, the quiz singularity. <laughs> but I still want you to hazard a guess. The, the sum of all pub knowledge will be contained <laughs> in me. Um. You better not be googling it. No, I'm not googling it. I've uh, I've got uh, I've got Google eyes. I've got the implants <laughs> yeah. at the weekend. Okay, let's start like this: Old Testament so, or New Testament? New. 
Old. old I'm going to say old. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I, I really don't think there's a way for you to to even guess this. Um, okay. Let me Is say. Let in... me say this. It's mentioned in a very well known story in the Old Testament. Okay, a very well-known story. And obviously, you know, take it with a pinch of salt because this is the new international version. There's one translation mm. of trousers in in the who knows why, maybe maybe right. every bible has trousers translated in this, but probably not, seen as like in America they don't really say trousers, so, you know. Mm. But I wouldn't mm. have thought it says pants. I'll need to check if in the uh in the other one. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. A well-known bible story with a mention of trousers. Is it in Jonah? It's a good guess. Shall I tell you? Is it a minor prophet? It is uh, an exiled noble who was a prophet of sorts. Certainly a dream interpreter. Who? Joseph. No. Uh, Exiled noble. Exiled noble. Dream interpreter. Oh, Daniel. Daniel. Ah, did he have some trousers? Daniel, where's your trousers? I don't even know what the tune to that song is. <laughs> Daniel <laughs> chapter 3, verse 21. So these men, wearing their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes, ah. were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. It was Rack, Shack, and Benny. Mm-hmm. As I think they're called in Veggie Tales, they <laughs> they're the only the only men in the Bible with trousers. Amazing, at least that get a mention. Well, maybe it's because that's it, Michael. That's they're Babylonian. That's like incre- they must have been wearing Babylonian garb, you know. Mm, okay, yeah. I think that's an incredible Bible fact. Well done, Michael. <laughs> I think that yes. is absolutely excellent. I think that is such good pub quiz material, Christian pub quiz material. Well. I may have to use that one. If you use it, date. make sure you credit me. Well, Michael, for our Bible fact this week, we are in the book of Numbers. Well, what? Numbers. We had a very interesting little uh, brief tour of Leviticus last week, <laughs> and yeah. we are now up to Numbers. Um, so, fun fact for the book of Numbers, Michael, and Mm. you will know this, and fans of the Bible Project will know this, Mm. um, because this is where I first heard this fact. But I thought, I find it really interesting, I wanted to sort of um, bring it in here, uh, is that in the Hebrew, um, the name of the book of Numbers is actually, well, it's it's Bemidbar, I don't know mm. if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Apologies. Anyone who knows. Uh, but that roughly translates to In the Wilderness, uh, which I think is just a fantastic name for the book of Numbers. Yeah, it's very um, cool. Because as, as they point out on the Bible Project video, and I think it's a very good point, uh, the book of Numbers perhaps gets passed over by people. I think partly because probably it's at that point in the Bible in one year where you've just you're still reeling from Leviticus, <laughs> and then they hit you with numbers, and it's very difficult, frankly, to uh, stay focused mm. uh, through through that that double whammy um, because they're quite intense books, and as the as the English title implies, there's an awful lot of numbers in the Book of Numbers. Um, but I love the name In the Wilderness because I think that really actually captures the heart of what the book is about. Uh, the, in the book of Numbers, to give a sort of very brief summary, the people of Israel have been 
brought out of Egypt, delivered from slavery by God. And they then take a journey in the wilderness that takes 40 years. Um, but my other sort of mini fact is that that journey could have taken two weeks <laughs> if yep. they went in a straight line. And I know that that's probably something that a lot of people who've spent you know much time with, with the book or have read anything around it would know. But again, I just think that's a, it's a fascinating little, uh, little fact. And, and I think ultimately God uses the wilderness to refine his people, you know? Mm. And so in, in a way, uh, the book of... Uh, the book of numbers the book of the wilderness is is in a lot of ways i think a book about obedience um there's a guy a uh, uh, american author and broadcaster i like called garrison keeler and he said the desert is where god sends people who don't get it and i think that's a really <laughs> i think that's a, quite a nice little uh little saying and there is some truth to it you know yeah. there is something about god using wilderness experiences in order to refine people in order to draw people closer to him, you know. Um, and it makes me think as well of uh, Jesus is is um, is baptized, right? And we have mm. the Spirit descending as a dove in, in the New Testament, and then the Spirit leads Jesus into the wilderness. The first thing that happens, mm. the next thing that happens is for him to be tried and, and tempted in, in the desert. So... Mm. There is something very powerful about that, obeying God through those kind of extreme circumstances where the Lord seems to repeatedly use that to, uh, to refine people in Scripture. Yeah, definitely. I think it's really interesting. One thing that it makes me think of is that kind of idea of, <clears throat> I think there's a danger when you say God uses. So yeah, it's a balance. Mm. There's a bit of a danger to say that God uses wilderness for people who don't get it because it's almost insinuating that if you're in a wilderness place in your life just now, that it's because you're not focused enough on God or you're, it's almost mm. like a judgment. Mm. It's almost like saying something, making yeah. a judgment call, which is not what we're That's saying. That's fair. And not what he's saying. Oh, of course. But what I think mm. is really interesting is that actually the wilderness tends to feel like a negative thing for us because we often think of the Israelites, we think of the long time that it takes, we think of how short it could have taken, which is a super important thing to remember. So that's interesting in of itself, a really good thing to bring up. But also there's that juxtaposition where Jesus often chose to go into the wilderness or was led into the wilderness. Mm, like mm. actually God deliberately led him into the wilderness for his benefit. And he went into the mm. wilderness for to spend time with God, to be yeah. away from distraction. And I think that, mm. you know, an interesting thing to remember is that if you feel in a wilderness place in your life right now, um, that that doesn't have to be a bad thing. It doesn't have to be a bad place. It can be a place of, like you say, Kieran, being refined, being challenged. Um, but also, like, we can choose ourselves to go into a period of wilderness, a period of uncertainty, a mm. period of relying more on God, a place of surrendering more to God, and that that can be a really positive thing. So yeah, I think mm. in the wilderness mm. is certainly a much more uh, rich uh, name for the book, isn't it, than yeah. numbers. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think it's a very important point to highlight that, um, you know, um, going through a challenging time doesn't mean that you're outside of the will of the will of God. Mm. It, uh, mm. it probably means if you know the Lord, it probably means quite the opposite. Um, 
so yeah i think that is an important thing to highlight yeah definitely it's good thanks for sharing man it's great Well, that is about all we've got time for, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Michael, my co-pilot, thank you. Pleasure. Uh, listeners, you can get in touch with us. The email address is hello at holyhalfhour.co.uk and you can find us on all of our social media channels. It's Holy Half Hour. We would love to hear from you uh, if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, we love reading out your comments, views on the show. And again, we want to thank you for, for listening along with us this far. Uh, like I often say, um, a podcast shared is a podcast better enjoyed. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to go, I was reaching for something profound there and it just didn't materialize. I thought you were going to say a know- podcast shared is a podcast <laughs> halved. And I was like, uh, <laughs> hope not. <laughs> Holy 15 minutes. Um so yeah, what I'm absolutely. trying to say, everybody, is if you like this show, why not go and tell, share it, send it to somebody else? Why not, perhaps? Why not indeed? Um, because they, they might like it too. And it would be a great way to grow the Holy Half Hour family. So if you if you like it, pass it on. Absolutely. And I just wanted to add that, uh, you know, if you are sending us an email... We'd love for you to send in interesting facts about books, you know, of the Bible. Um, we're always happy to, to look back, like if you have one from an earlier episode and you want to share it, let us know. You know, if you have a game idea you want to share, if you have anything you want to add, totally. absolutely feel free to send in those recommendations. Not because we're running short, obviously. <laughs> not at <laughs> of all. Course not. Of course maybe, not. Maybe you even want to record your own uh, unlikely worship song. I would yes. love to hear some of your unlikely worship songs. Oh, uh, People, please send those in. I I would be so I would so love to hear those too. So yeah, thank you so much, like Kieran says, and we won't keep going on, but it's enough to say that you guys are awesome. You are, you are, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Goodbye. Bye.